Hello and welcome to A Vague Idea. This is a comedy trivia podcast. I'm Nate Regolia. Each week, we subject our guests to a list of topics to find out if they have a vague idea. And this week, oh boy, we are talking about the holiest of all desserts, literally. You love them. You like to dip them in coffee. You like to associate them with, uh, with the ACAB set. They're donuts. And they're for everyone. And we all love them because they're delicious. And we have two wonderful first-time guests on the show this week. Uh, I am just, I am honored to have you both on. Our, our first guest is an animal wrangler at the Do Drop Inn and a donut lover herself. Um, she's also just a, a overall super sunny individual. I think uh, you literally feel warm just by being even on a Zoom call with her. It's Lori Savageau. Welcome Lori to the show. Hello, Nate. I have been called radioactive in the past, but all good things start with a chemical spill, I think. Yeah. Um, Daredevil? <laughs> including uh, the film Attack of the Killer Donuts. Ooh, we'll get hey, okay. We'll get into it later. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> go ahead, talk about that a little bit. It's it's not in my topic, so I, I want to hear more about this movie before we, before we get to our second guest. Well, if you're familiar with the franchise Attack of the Killer Tomatoes from the 80s, yeah. it's similar, but with donuts and they devour people alive. But it's actually really adorable because they bounce around and squeak while they travel. <laughs> it's worth looking up, a 2017 underrated film. Oh, it's that recent. Oh man. Oh yeah. See, it doesn't there's... look it, but it is. <laughs> I mean, who needs a budget, right? Like you got, you got squeaky <laughs> toys, you got probably foam donuts, I'm guessing. Oh, some of them look real. And of course there's a donuts eating cop scene that shouldn't be missed. Yes. Oh, good. See, I'm just going to have to find a screen cap of that for when I post this episode. <laughs> Our second guest, also a donut lover, is a writer and a Canadian communist. It's Rick Glenn. Rick, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Nate. Happy to be here. Yeah, and you're and you're actually in a bright, sunny place right now, which which looks lovely. Yeah, I'm I'm being subjected to radiation as we speak. The best kind. <laughs> Nothing can ever go wrong with a little sun on you, right? <laughs> I mean, cancer, but who can say? <laughs> but you, I assume you use SPF. You you your skin's good. You got a you got a routine. I, I have a, I have a enough donut consumption creates a thick dang, layer of protection. A, a, gla a glaze, if you will. A glaze. I, I, I'm, I'm glazed. Is that is that how I am? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> so yeah, one one glazed Rick, please. Uh, well, great. So we're going to talk about donuts, and uh, and only monsters don't like donuts. So um, I'm going to jump to the opening question, which is, and both of you just answer as you feel as you feel uh, ready to do so. If you could never eat anything but donuts for the rest of your life, how would you feel? Wow. I, mean, I think my foot, my foot would fall off. You know, like I would get diabetes instantly. And I'm quite okay with that, really. You know, I want to, I can get it, I can get a, I can get one of those, uh, one of those zippies, you know, the scooters and just kind of head around and, uh, yeah. you know, and rail at the youth. You know, that's what I would do. My feet would fall off. I would get a zippy. I would rail at the youth and then. As you you could always play that song, Rolling With My Homies. <laughs> yeah. Rolling With My Whole Meats. <laughs> oh, yeah, one-ups uh, me again. That's okay. <laughs> well, and you could jump into a uh, Fast and Furious franchise-style race wars, um, and you probably just kick the shit out of a lot of retirees. So you win a lot of money. I, 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 yeah, I mean, my, seize the means, right? Seize the means. We're going <laughs> to seize, seize, seize the, the, yes, whatever. Continue, I please. Yeah, Lori. I, 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 <laughs> Yes. 
my lovely co- my lovely co-guest. What do you think? Well, there's there's very rarely a day when I don't eat a donut, and they have all those different savory type donuts that I guess I could suck it up and try. So really, you get a complete meal every day. I don't see how my life would change all that much from the current, but I might need to um, get a buddy scooter with Rick because I may lose both feet also. <laughs> I mean, can you get a little sidecar for me that's also yes. round enough to fit my donut shape? I love yes, it. yes, yes. I, I we can probably construct one. I know a couple engineers. <laughs> this is this is the best idea I've ever heard of. I can just see you like cruising <laughs> cruising across the country, <laughs> Route sixty six. Yeah, just just Johnny Donut Seed, just winging them around. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Ooh, donut fairness, trees. Yeah, any anything can be a donut topping we've learned through voodoo donuts and various other shops popping up. So you could really just have like, Oh, this is a donut. And it also has a bowl of oatmeal on it. So technically <laughs> I'm eating a donut, but I'm also balancing everything out for heart health. There you go. <laughs> Great job. I'm going to give you each two points <laughs> and we're going to jump into round number one. So Lori, do you have a vague idea about pink boxes? Well, I know that that is the traditional box in which donuts are sold, except not in my home state. So it was something that I learned after leaving Rhode Island, where we sell them in brown boxes or Dunkin' Donuts boxes. Fun fact, there's one Dunkin' Donuts for every 4,200 people in the state of Rhode Island. There's over a million people there. So that is a lot of donkeys. But um, everybody's covered. Better than better than health insurance, I'm sure. This this whole pink box thing was new to me when I went to Colorado and then when I moved to California. So I'm still skeptical of this pink box trend toward donut delivery. So I know nothing of its origin, but I know that there's usually donuty goodness on the inside of one. Well, hell yeah, you're you're absolutely correct. Uh, Rick, anything to add about pink boxes? You know any background? So (laughs) um, filthy. It's. (laughs) <laughs> it's originally from that that liberal hotbed Portland, um, and then they moved into the liberal hotbed that I currently live in called uh, Denver. And I used to love voodoo. Uh, they were they were really great, and then they um, kind of went like anti-union. And now I'm like, you know, I I I like my donuts. I love my carbohydrates, but I'm gonna say that my love of toroidal carbohydrates doesn't surpass my love of people and the working conditions that they are subjected to. Recently, uh, as we all know, in uh, Portland, Oregon, um, it was 100 degrees. It's like 115 degrees. And uh, the staff of Voodoo Donuts went on a strike because it was like 90 plus degrees in their kitchen and uh, they were fired. And so some of that pink box has a hint of betrayal uh, to it. Um, And uh, I stand in, you know, solidarity with the with the comrades at Voodoo doing what they need to to uh, bring that situation back under control. And uh, so there's, I know where it comes from. I think I know where it's been, and I sadly know where it is. And uh, I tell everybody I can, you know, yeah, Voodoo Donuts may have some good donuts, but you know, if you go there, you're really subjecting the people that work there to a uh, a, a bad vibe. And I'm not about yeah. that. I like my donuts with uh, with a side of human rights. <laughs> nice. Plus call they me used a compa- to sell one dipped in Pepto Bismol, and that's unforgivable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> the best topping is human rights, and yeah, Voodoo Donuts do use the pink box, and uh, and I love your stance, Rick. Um, so I'm going to give each of you two points. 
the pink box itself actually originates in 1980 in in Los Angeles. Um, it was a it Cambodian was a refugee. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of uh, stinks of that, doesn't it? This guy, this Cambodian refugee started a chain called Christie's Donuts, and they were sourcing boxes from a company called Westco, and they only had, like, leftover pink cardstock that was inexpensive. So they just bought what they could afford. And so pink donut boxes grew from there. Um, That's but I, fucking amazing. I love that. I do like the idea that the pink is is just it's like no it's the blood of the workers that has been slowly leached into this into these white boxes turning them pink. Very much so. so. Yeah, yeah. So great job. Like I said, two points each. Well done. So Rick, round number two. Do you have a vague idea about a Hertz donut? So I so because I grew up with siblings and I'm a middle child. Um, <laughs> hence my I'm a love of you know carbohydrates that are accepting and never deny me the attention that I have never got as a child. Um, I remember it. Uh, you want a Hertz donut. And then my older sister would thwack me with her knuckle kind of like this on various parts of my anatomy, be it my head, my knee, my whatever. And while my sister is uh, like stature wise, she's tiny. She's, you know, as we're full grown adults now, she's like five, two. And um, however, she is still to this day, terrifying. And she's very mean and she's a lawyer, which makes it, she's a, which makes her a good lawyer. So she's done very well for herself. And uh, before her, before the doom that is her descends, all you hear is currently like the click, click, click of her Manolos. But uh, that being said, yeah, I would get Hertz donuts all the time. It would be just a thwack to whatever, you know, anatomy happened to be convenient. And then she'd say, Hertz donut, (laughs) you know, and then I would cry and then she would make fun of me. Yeah, so yeah, that's where I remember that. So thank you for bringing up a traumatic childhood. I'll be sure to pay my therapist another hundred bucks. Well, I mean, you can consider this kind of partial therapy. You know, we've talked, we're talking it out a little bit. It's like uh, next door to therapy, right? It's, yeah. a, it's therapeutic. Between it's tapping not therapy, right? feet and the violence, your sister sounds like Chucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 A little bit. <laughs> Lori, anything to add about Hertz Donut? Um, I was most often the giver and not the recipient. I too, younger sister, five foot one and a half and filled with terror. Um, my brother yes. has much less fond memories of those than I do. <laughs> yes. He never got in trouble. Even if I got hurt, my parents would say, well, what were you doing to Keith? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, you I'm the sorry. Same thing, but you obviously deserve something. She has good judgment. Like, no, she doesn't. No, no, it's a lie. It's a ruse. And then I would get slapped. It was always my fault. I can finally admit that 39 years later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. To this day, my sister denies everything. She never apologizes or admits anything because she says she doesn't want to set a precedent. (laughs) Which is a very lawyer thing to say. (laughs) Exactly. There you go. We're not establishing precedent about me being wrong ever. I don't want to open that can. <laughs> oh, man. See, and I missed out because I grew up as an only child until I was about like uh, I, I was 16 when my dad remarried. And then I had a, a stepsister. But she was like, Ooh, a mixed you know, family. she was like four. <laughs> she was very young. So oh, there was so never you were too old to get away with it. Yeah, there was never any bullying going on. <laughs> like at most, what would happen is is she would like run up to me and be like, flip me upside down. And so I would pick her up and flip her upside <laughs> down because it was like, well, I'm, I I got, you know, 50 pounds on you. Big brother still... duties. Yeah, yeah. I just got to be fun big brother. Um, but yeah, I'm familiar with the joke. So great job. You were both correct. <laughs> and you both get two points. 
I love our arbitrary point assignment scheme. Oh yeah. Well, as long as everybody adds, I'm into it. You know, nobody's letting me down. I'm not right good now. at math. A story. <laughs> me either. Well, you tied. I think I've taken points. an edible and I'm lost track of how many points are being assigned and or available and or divisioned out to each person. So yay. Yeah, I'll I'll keep you posted. I promise. Excellent. Um, and I, and I'm I'm doing math actively right Do now. Do you get any points, Nate? Are you assigned points? I mean, someone would have to give me points. I can't give myself. Nate, points. you That's have weird. two points. Is that Aww. good? Yeah, that's great. Thank you. I'm going to. You might get two more if you ask the right questions. Ooh, okay. See this? Nobody's ever incentivized my hosting before, so I'm really into this. This is fun. Uh, (laughs) It's time to play our first game. It is time for the Thunderdome. And this week in the Thunderdome, we have two icons of donutdom. In this corner, we have the Time to Make the Donuts guy from the 1970s and 80s Dunkin' Donuts commercials. His name is okay. Fred the Baker. And yeah. in the opposite corner, the iconic Randy's Donuts sign in Inglewood, California. Okay. <laughs> in a battle to the death, who wins? You tell me who and why. Whoever's ready, go ahead. Fred I defer to my, uh, to, to, my, uh, to my co-guest. I'm not even so polite. I cut you off, James. <laughs> <laughs> I am small and vicious. Um, I, I support Dunkin' Donuts 100% as we hail from the same place. I grew up with Fred the Donut Man on TV. It was a sad day across Rhode Island when he passed away. But his ghost would come back and whoop Randy's Donuts icon's butt. Because he's got that serious Tom Selleck mustache going on. Yeah. With that Danny DeVito bod. <laughs> I mean that that is a solid man in your corner and he, he's very punctual. Okay, so I have to look exactly at I have what to, time a knockout is. Okay, I know the sign, but I have to look it up. I'm I need to look at I I, I need to look this up. Um I'm gonna look at the sign. Um Yeah, it's that it's the okay. big uh, actual donut Oh it's on top sign. okay, it's on top mm-hmm. of like the mid modern architecture type thing. Um yeah. hmm. I'm gonna go with the sign. And here's okay. why. All right. I think the sign would, like, we're, the, we're, we're Fred the Baker not already dead. I think the sign could fall on him and kill him. <laughs> okay, okay. And or it could, like, so remember the, remember the movie, movie Stargate or the TV show Stargate where they had, like, the, the, the ancient Egyptian thing that would, like, energize and a vortex would come out of it? Yeah. What if, what if that's, like, a hidden Stargate and, like, when Ooh. it energizes, it forms the vortex and, the, and it was, you know, and it vaporizes him upon contact. So I'm gonna say, you know, fake physics versus, you know, supernatural. The Walking Dead. Yeah, exactly. Do you think he would turn into like donut dust? <laughs> I would hope. Sprinkles. <laughs> so don't we all win? Right. Yeah. Fred the Baker in. Fred the Baker in Avengers: Infinity War, just donut dust. Yes. I don't yes. want to go. <laughs> Donuts on the wind, baby. I don't feel so well, Mr. Stark. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, uh, y- I think you're both absolutely correct. Uh, but Rick is slightly more correct because he invoked the uh, Stargate franchise. I'm so impressed. All powerful that effect. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Rick, three points. And Lori, two points. Ooh. I do really like the idea of a ghost baker who really, like, he is on time. <laughs> Like there is a scenario where Ghost Baker just gets, you know, inhabits that donut and just starts doing donuts around the Thunderdome, right? Just rolling around. 
and then that's it. You just crash it. That's and you're some done. Sonic stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe go if he weren't so punctual and showed up a little later, he would have seen the sign energizing and would have gotten out of there. Yep. I'm thinking so it's his punctuality that killed him. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's called fashion. We, we really just solved something the arbitrary in the universe. nature of time and life. You know, there we go. You know, <laughs> Nate, I award you two points. Oh, geez. Yeah, wow. I'm gonna second that with another two points. Holy crap! Nate gets four points. <laughs> I like. I leave this question with sort of a heavy heart. So I, it is complicated, and I didn't. I did <laughs> not know the association between Rhode Island and uh, and Fred the Baker. So I'm sorry for bringing that up. Sort of in the same way that I'm sorry for bringing up Hertz Donut for Rick. Like I'm really I'm triggering both. <laughs> There's of lots of childhood trauma being invoked here. Yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm taking down just beloved icons and drudging up family Excellent. drama. <laughs> but that's what as makes an, an iconoclast, I, I, I greatly approve. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's jump into round number three. So, Lori, do you have a vague idea about Debbie does donuts? Well, is this after she does Dallas, or is this sure, referring really. to a little Debbie <laughs> baking donuts? I don't know if we should bring I, little I Debbie don't into know anything of that. <laughs> like that. Those Christmas tree cakes, though, they're money. <laughs> they are they are really good. Um, it is it is after. Debbie does Dallas. I will tell you that. I mean, temporally speaking, what what Deb, Debbie does donuts is happens after that film. Don't maybe not in the same cinematic universe or in a cinematic universe at all. That's as far as I'll uh, I'll hint at you. So what do, what do you think? What do you think this could be? It feels so alarmed right now at the direction that my answer took the question. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna veer off and say that. <laughs> May mayhaps Debbie might God, I have nothing. I'm like, I can't think of any Debbies. I've been out of the communications loop living in the woods for a really long time. I'm surprised I didn't learn to make my own donuts yet. Um I'm gonna go with Debbie, some sort of baker, and she did something strange to donuts, but I'm gonna leave this in Rick's hands, I think. Okay. I'm willing to let him win. Let him win. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see, Rick. I appreciate your, your beneficence. Let me put on Madame. my I don't care hat. Oh, God. <laughs> flexing. I think, you win, I think you win just because of the hat. I mean, hat no answer flexing. I give can, can overcome the, the, the aesthetic value of the hat. So, so what I think is like, so first off, I would just like to say that, you know, I believe sex work is valid work. And it's uh, much work. It's much better work than say like billionaire or something. And uh, landlord. so Debbie, Debbie does, De landlord, thank you. So Debbie does Dallas perhaps indicated that she, out of social necessity or perhaps, you know, some sort of bad upbringing had to resort to sex work. And then she, through her, through her entrepreneurial spirit and grit and charm, saved enough money to open a bakery. Now Debbie does donuts, which started in Dallas, but then branched out to various states across the country and locations and now she employs perhaps like a social enterprise program to help uh people like you know pull themselves out of poverty and trauma and get them started in the lucrative and fast-paced world of donut making and just think of all the like amazing advertising opportunities it's a redemption arc mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean it's a real it, it is a real like just you know cinderella story literally i mean what's more cinderella than and how many good things get to come out of Dallas? <laughs> Not, a, Not lot. a whole lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're you're both you're both incorrect. 
but I, but I love you both. Um, Debbie Does Donuts was a topless donut shop in Fort Collins, Colorado that opened oh. in 1989 and closed sometime oh in the uh, in the mid 90s, I believe. Um, Man, I didn't move there till 2000. I missed it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's like this iconic, weird story about just, oh, we're going to open a, a topless donut shop. Why did they get shut down? I, I was trying to find the exact info. And because it, it was Colorado in the up. 80s? Well, yeah. that's why this whole thing is surprising to me. I know. Yes. It's a very, I'm going to have to talk to my mother. She's from Centennial. It's a, it was a, I have yeah, it was a, a big I have swing. a friend who's from Fort Collins that I'm going to ask about this. Like, I'm like, why didn't you tell me this? Because there's that great donut shop in Idaho Springs, but I missed the topless one. I would go to a topless donut one, you know, and oh, a yeah. bottomless donut one. You know, that's, you know. Just give me all If the there's things. donuts, I'm going to go. Yeah, yeah. It's there. Um, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, like, uh, it's like Field of Dreams. If you serve donuts, they will if you, come. If you build it, they will come. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully no one chokes on a hot dog. Um, the, the reason for the shutdown was that they discovered that uh, drugs were being sold on the property. So the, oh, the sheriff well, investigated and then, yeah. And then they found out that there was also a, a sizable tax debt on the business. So yeah, just the, the real American way that things get shut down the by, using, by using networks of like, hey, we don't like this because it's topless, but we'll find some legal way to shut it down so we don't have to say that. Um, probably. I mean, yeah. you, know, you know what they call a really bad idea that's also a really popular idea? A law! So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, Lori, two points. You get an extra point because of that hat and Rick, one point. Nice. Yeah, the hat, I couldn't, like that was second fill, obviously, you know. Yeah. Maybe later I'll show you my toe nut. <laughs> I have a donut, donut tattooed on my toe. <laughs> I'm glad you just, I, I'm glad you explained what it was because it sounded dirty <laughs> for a second. I was like, uh, I don't know, with a foot yeah, fetish, I like it could be dirty. alarm people with it. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's true. With, <laughs> uh, great. Um, uh, round number four, uh, Rick, do you have a vague idea about a woe-nut? A woe-nut. I think I have several. Um, which personality <laughs> you want to ask? Um, <laughs> I, a woe-nut. Um, God, I don't even know where to start. Um, no, I don't. Um, go ahead. All right. You, you don't want to make anything up? You don't want to like, you know. I mean, I, no, I'm, 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 I want to, I just want to, I just want to pass. All right, you may pass. Lori, what do you think? What's a wona? Um, whenever I hear it, I always think of Joey Lawrence and Blossom. Whoa! Yes. But in fact, I think it is a donut made out of waffles. You are correct, yeah. Am it, is I, a, it is a I, deep fried waffle. So I didn't so know I, what a cronut was until like years after everyone else. And I remember when I was looking I it up, I discovered They're the Are the, I've never had one. Just several years ago, there was, one, them on there the was a pop-up cronut place in, in Toronto, and I was visiting my sister, just happened to be there, like, you know, like the, as you're searching Google, as you do, and the algorithm sends things to you, and this cronut thing popped up, and I waited in line two and a half hours for a cronut. That's why I've never had one, because I'm antsy. But did you know that <laughs> Canadians eat more donuts than any country in the world? There's a, there's a, a chain called Tim Hortons for that reason. I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah. Tim Hortons is... <laughs> Tim Horton serves everything, though, right? Like donuts Get a double, and double, other yo. food. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, and and other food. There's donuts and other food. That's there should be. It's a donut or not a donut. You know, there's. 
would you like to see the donut menu or the not a donut menu? Yeah, exactly. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's like smoking or non back when you could do that. Uh, great. Um, yeah, uh, a walnut is it's a it's a waffle that is deep fried and then it's usually topped the way a donut would be, so glazed or or some sort of frosting or whatever. Um, they sound so. Delicious. Do you think it's actually a donut or is it just a waffle shaped like a donut that's been like treated real nice? I mean, it's like a divine aberration, like a like a beautiful <laughs> albino. You're just like, no, this is good. I'm glad this happened. So is, I don't it, is, the is the donut? Is it is it made on like a circular don't? Is it made on like a circ like a toroidal or circular shaped don't waffle iron? They they, they or, look like they're regular waffles. Now it, it appears that some folks might pop a hole out the middle to make it look like a donut. But from everything See, I've seen, they look like a little have, ego waffle I have an kind issue of size. With yeah. just, I have an issue with things being just arbitrarily classified as a donut. Like some people say that a hot dog is a sandwich, you know? Sure. Which yeah. I don't agree with. What monsters like, do you know? <laughs> That's oh, been a big internet actually, debate of the last five years, actually. That <laughs> yeah, hot dog. Yeah, and or taco like, sandwiches like, also. Like, like I live in a place with no argue with this. <laughs> Like People vociferously argue about this, okay? So I would argue, is it... A walnut, is it like maybe a donut? Maybe, you know how like all squares are rectangles, but not all rectangles are squares? Mm -hmm, Perhaps mm -hmm. a walnut is a, like not all donuts are walnuts, but is a walnut a donut? So this is where we have to philosophically, aesthetically, and perhaps culturally discuss our, our, de our personal and social definitions of what we would agree upon a donut being. Great. Follow-up question for both of you. What makes a donut? What is it that makes a donut? It is a fried ball of dough. Okay. So just if you fry <laughs> up some dough, that is a donut. Um, it depends loosely on the shape. Cause like in Canada, you might have a beaver tail, which is fried dough. This is dough. true, but I don't classify a beaver but tail as a donut. I don't classify that as a donut. And in Rhode Island, we have something similar to a beaver tail, which is a dough boy. That's that we call fried dough. But if it's fried dough that's sort of formed into a generally round shape, it doesn't like, need to have a hole. But it just needs to be um, something that could be a mechanical nut in some capacity. Yeah, and something that maybe I would doesn't doesn't necessarily like detract if you put toppings on it. It can make it better, but it's also good plain. Um, yeah. To me, it just needs to be a ball of fried dough. Okay. I I would say that yeah that that, that like ideally a donut is a toroidal is a toroidal. Uh, as a tor as a torus of fried dough, mm -hmm. I will grant that spheroids of fried dough can be donuts, but not all spheroids of fried dough are donuts. Because sometimes so, they're hush puppies and things like that. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I think a filling or a topping or other ingredients can be uh, arbitrarily added or subtracted. But I do agree with the torus or spheroidal aspect is essential to the donut-ness of it. And Taurus yes. is what they call a ring donut that has a hole in the middle. Yes, That's exactly. That's actually yes. what it's called. Uh-huh. <laughs> a fun fact, a human being is also a Taurus. If you topologically, a human being is the exact same shape as a Taurus, a toroidal shaped donut. So, and it's funny because like a long john, I'll still consider a donut, but uh, apple fritter, I don't consider a donut. I consider no it a fritters fritter. are not donuts, but a ma but but to me a maple bar is, even though it's not toroidal. maple bar is a long john. So <laughs> okay, I, I don't want to I don't want to go too into the weeds while. here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I think we started in the weed, or at least I did. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I dragged us kicking and screaming into the weeds myself. Uh, yeah, great, great job. I'm going to give uh, Lori two points and Rick one point on the Wonut. Philosophy never pays off. <laughs> and now it's time to play our second game. We're going to play Fuck, Mary Kill. Ooh, yes. And this week for Fuck, Mary Kill, one of these, uh, one of these objects has already been mentioned. Uh, and two have not yet, but I think that one of them, uh, of the two that I haven't mentioned, you probably both don't think is a donut. So we'll see where this goes. So you have a choice to fuck, marry, or kill the following. A bear claw, which according to the internet is a donut, but I don't know. It, it's not toroidal. Yeah, it's non-toroidal. Uh, a jelly donut and a long john. So uh, which, which are you going to fuck? Which will you marry and which will you kill? Rick, we'll start with you. Okay, I have to... I have to just look up a long john for a minute. Is that okay? Can I can I, can yeah, I Google yeah, here? Yeah, go ahead. Um, if I can spell right. I have fat fingers, so I have to do a... Uh, uh, the connection to long john silver is upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> with this question. Okay, fuck, Mary kill. Um, fuck a jelly donut, definitely. Okay, yep. Because it, it would get nasty real quick. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Mar- what was... What, okay, it was a jelly donut. Uh, a bear a claw. A bear claw. Oh, kill and a, long a kill gun. a bear claw. Kill it. I don't care. Done. Out All of right. here. Don't even need it. It's uh it's low effort. Low it's, it's low hanging fruit, kinda like me. And uh Mary is gonna be a uh what was the other one? The long john. Long john. Mary a long john. Because it's just so stable and lovely and provides a warm sense of familiarity. Yeah. You got you got four to six inches of just deliciousness that's reliable. Mm-hmm. And it's there whenever you need it. Non-judgmental. Yeah. <laughs> a four-inch you know one would be expect. a short, John. <laughs> True. Yeah. I mean, but it w- it could be like uh, like Robin Hood, it, right? Like long. Could be about be, gir- uh... gir- Is it girthy though? Could it be girthy? Like, is it length versus girth? Do we need to discuss this? They're usually pretty girthy. I mean, they're never gonna. They're no long johns are squares, <laughs> but they're certainly yeah. they're <laughs> certainly rectangles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Lori, what do you think? What are you going to do? I'm so in sync with everything that Rick said. Um, obviously, you fuck a jelly donut. Yeah. Anyone who picks a bear claw is just freaky. <laughs> and I mean, wouldn't you rather have that stability in the long john as your husband? And a bear claw is not a fucking donut. Get it out of there. I used to make those at a bakery I worked at, and we didn't make the donuts we sold, but I did make the bear claws. So I'm Landlords asking buy that bear one claws. right away. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's the great. one that's left over at the gas station. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bear, bear claws are too. They're they're gimmicky. Like they're they're trying. They're try hard donuts, right? It's like, oh, I'm kind of an ugly wad of dough that someone tried to cut like a hand shape out of, but they never look that good. And it is. It's just. It's too. Yeah. It's it's pastiche, mm-hmm. or, or even worse, it's, it's just parody. Of, of donuts. So yeah, get that out of there. Absolutely. It's more yeah. a fucking strudel. It does not belong in the donut sphere. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Thank you. Um, that yeah, was very good. I'm, I'm very pleased with that. Yes. <laughs> you're both, you're both. My, one, my wonderful co-guest is, uh, it's pretty next level. Yeah. I, I, I think am, we're uh, all I'm up so, here together. We are. We, we've <laughs> all, we've ascended. This is, I think this is Nirvana. I'm pretty sure this is what this is. Three points to me. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, Nate gets three. Yeah, six points to Nate. Yes. Oh, wow. Six? <laughs> oh, my God. I could win. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I think you're going to win it's the podcast. It's about time. It's Susan Lucci of the podcast. You've oh, had yeah. 141 episodes thus far and you haven't won? It's true. I, mean, I don't even think I won the, the special 100th episode we did where everybody asked me questions because it was, it was pretty tough. Oh, I have some letters to write to people. <laughs> I'll get you, I'll get you some emails. A sternly worded email. <laughs> That's me. what I do for a living. I write stern emails. <laughs> Dear such and such, I am not a crackpot. And a bear claw is not a donut. Yeah, get that shit out of here. You Thank both you. get a walnut. I'll try it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bring me the walnuts. Um, yeah, you both get three points for fuck Mary kill. You you were both excellent, beautiful creatures, and uh, and I hope you never part from this earth, just so we can all bask in your glory forever. Um, oh, now, God. no, don't wish. No, don't. I didn't ask to be here for one. You're like, I was peacefully not existing for billions of years. And then my mother thought my father was cute slash desperate. And well, here I am. And now I have to work 40 hours so I don't starve. But, you know, yeah. So I okay. hope I, you know, fair point. Whatever. Continue, you, please. You may, you may come and go from this realm at, at your leisure. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> now that I have your permission. Yeah, I mean, because as long as, I mean, I might win the podcast, so it's a big deal. Uh, <laughs> and now, from the makers of Pomme ou Pomme de Terre, it's La Chose Francaise Arbitraire. That's the arbitrary French thing. And the only thing that's French about it is the name. The Jedi Master Yoda is known for advising his pupil Luke Skywalker to do or do not, because there is no try. How do you each feel about the efforts made by global superpowers to counteract the impacts of climate change on planet Earth? I have missed one. Um, take it away, Rick. Oh, do I have thoughts? For one, I, I feel I I so let me get comfortable here. I mean, I'm yeah. always uncomfortable, but let's let me get less uncomfortable. Um decarbonize, decolonize decarbonize, decolonize, um, and then decapitate. Um, I forget exactly what his name, and I forget exactly how many people he decapitated during the French Revolution, but there was a record number of people decapitated by a certain guy during the French Revolution. And a few years ago, I saw this thing on the internet where we all see the things, that somebody said there's this many people on the Forbes 500 list and given this guy could decapitate this many people in this many minutes, we could solve climate change and redistribute ill-gotten gains of like seven trillion something dollars to the global south and blah, blah, blah. And it would take like 90 minutes to save the world from a heat death and we would be rid of billionaires. So <clears throat> I feel that capitalism is incompatible with a solution to global warming and to survival and continuity of the human species. I believe it's capitalism or survival of the human species. The two do not mix. Very good. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I couldn't say better. It's very, it's, it's just the thing. You cannot want to make money. You cannot have religious reverence for money, which is what capitalism is like Judaism or Christianity, which doesn't have an ism, but we all get it. Uh, so yeah, you're not going to get there without, uh, without giving up on the whole profit thing, at least for, for a little while. I mean, come on, you can have a little profit in 50 years as a treat. But for now, we need a place to live and we need to be alive. Lori, what do you think? So I read something similar about spreading out the wealth of the world's 
Fortune 500, the top billionaires and how it could, I missed the bit about decapitating though. And I'm sort of on board with this element of it. But don't you think that there in that solution, don't you think new people will just move up to those spots and start taking over again, as long as capitalism exists, those people will keep replacing themselves. That is a problem. And um, it's, it's an overwhelming notion to think about having to change the mind of so many people who've got it wrong <laughs> when they think maybe I'm the one who I, I even a lot of people I know in the area where I live, it's, um, it's a widely disputed notion, this of, of global warming and climate change. I'm on board with saving the polar bears and letting the people drown on icebergs out at the sea. We'll give them a donut flotation device and just send them off yeah, there you go. and see how they feel about it as the ice caps melt. Um, I think that this notion of punishment's really appealing because so far pleading with people hasn't gotten anywhere. Oh yeah, well, and and, and none of the uh, none of the vestiges or or mechanisms that are supposed to lay down some form of punishment, even if it's the form of like you have to go to jail for like a year. Ha none of it happens anymore. Like we haven't done anything to anyone since like Nixon, and he even got away with not having to get punished. He just had to quit his job, which I mean, and it's a job that only a sociopath would want for the most part. How do you think things would be different if Al Gore had been? president like he should have been yeah i would i would like to think that it would be a little better but i mean the democrats in general don't give me uh, don't give me a lot of hope uh, because it's especially a whole lot these of lip days service. yeah it's all talk and no uh and no actual uh, ethos right it's just like eh, we believe i don't in... even think it's talk anymore I yeah that's think that yeah it's sort of like a, a, a dispassionate shrug now well we tried you elected Hope us you and don't we die. thought about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine if Debbie does climate change. <laughs> there you go. Let's get Debbie a on A whole this. new marketing venue. <laughs> that, that would probably get a lot of, uh, that would get a lot of the male population of the planet interested in, in taking climate action. Yeah. I don't think it's the worst idea I've had today. <laughs> no, I think it's, I think it's honestly one of the best ideas that anyone has ever had. Uh, I've gonna say yeah i don't have any better which means it is the best <laughs> idea <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i yeah we're we're all on the same page about this uh it, it is it is uh it's very disappointing to see because because laura you're in california right now right and then you'll be you'll be yes. moving but but like you spent all of last summer with most of the state on fire colorado is routinely on fire mm -hmm. now too um yeah i live really close to paradise which burned down to nothing yeah and like at some point you would think it would be like all hands on deck, but it's not because we're not all on the same boat. You know, there, there. We're not even very... on the same ocean. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, because there's, there's literally like uh, so many people are just consolidating. Like, oh well, we'll buy this island and we'll build a, a compound to live on, and we'll let everybody else just kill each other. I mean, and then with we'll... any luck, that the sea will rise and that island will be underwater. Yeah, I mean that's that's really the big finger cross. We'll hope. And then, and then it's gonna, then it's all gonna be. Uh... About like the Kevin Costner movie Waterworld, where everybody lives on an oil rig. And can I ask in that movie, if everybody lived on the water, why are they so fucking dirty? I never understood that. How can you get that dirty living on water where there's no dirt? Yeah, you can literally uh, like just splash yourself with salt water, which will cleanse most of the stuff off of you. Yeah, I never uh, yeah. understood that. Was yeah. Dennis Hopper the bad fella in that movie? He was, yeah. Yes, he was. Uh, <laughs> imagine if he were out there on the water hunting all of us. How exciting. Is, yeah, I'm, I'm actually kind of into that. You 
But if this happens, Rick, will you get your mohawk and eye patch back, please? Oh God, yes. Oh, oh yeah. I'm I'm a villain in any scenario. <laughs> you but can I'm be a, a villain with. But I'm a villain with good intentions. Yeah, you can make the. Well, you can be the heel that turns. You can turn face. The anti-hero. Yes. Yeah. I'm a yeah. chaotic neutral. Yeah. What do you want from me? You know. Yeah. You know. <laughs> It's, I mean, it's the only way to survive in the, in the environment of, of this time. Uh, yeah, great job. Four points for each of you on La Chose Francaise, Arbitraire. And, uh, and may God have mercy on us all. Uh, <laughs> so right now, we're going into the final topic. Uh, Lori, you have 19 points. Rick, you have 18 points. Ooh, Nate, how many do you have? I have 12 points right now. Can we give Nate two more points? I mean, you Let's can. each give him two more. Oh, Nate, wow, okay. Nate has two more points. You have you have you have, have 16, 16 points now, Nate. Yep, I've got 16 points. This is the most I've You're ever finally scored. Finally, coming in third on your own podcast. I'm real, and I'm really like I'm really rolling in third. I'm not like you know. There's momentum building. <laughs> you could take this, Nate. You could take this. Well, no, I'm we're just going to have to see how the final topic shakes out. Uh, so, Lori, we'll start with you. Do you have a vague idea about a donut wall? A donut wall. Yeah, a donut wall. No, but this sounds glorious. Usually I don't like news about walls. Um, but one <laughs> made of donuts sounds it. like it might unite people um, rather than how walls are usually intended. Um, is there, well, I don't want you to give away the answer before Rick answers, but is there really a place where there is a wall made of donuts? Or is it? There, there, there are. There, that I'm there now are going to fact, dream of. There are, in fact, many places that uh, will feature a donut wall. I, no I can tell kidding. you that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sacrificing points here because I just don't know about this. I'm picturing something much like the Schnozberry scene in Willy Wonka, but that's not COVID friendly, I guess, these days, just going up and like chewing on a wall. But in my dreams, it'll be safe, and that's where I'm going tonight. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I mean, you're envisioning sort of a little bit of like a bachelorette party scenario where, you know, instead of a, a candy necklace that you're asking everybody at the bar. To a large, glorious on, wall. It's just a wall of donuts. And you just go, do you want it like a little party? Slow? I wouldn't share it with anyone. That would be my wall. I imagine a wall like a glory hole donuts, you know, like, I mean, oh. you know, like. <laughs> now I'm upset by everything I said. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Just, I mean, hey, look. At least, at least with this glory hole wall, you you know what you're sticking things into, and it's That's probably true. not a bad deal. Depends what kind of donuts. That's true. Hey, if it's bear claws, get that shit out of here. <laughs> right. No one's interested. Jellies all the way. Uh, Rick, <laughs> anything to add about a donut wall? I'm just gonna say it sounds like it's it sounds like a sex move. Um, <laughs> that it sounds like you know. Um, and then, and then we did the oh, donut wall and then had a cigarette afterwards, you know. Um, is you it, just sort of danced like an Egyptian while answering that, you should know. Yeah, do I get points for <laughs> yep. dancing like an Egyptian? Yeah, um, oh yeah, yeah. So I- <laughs> We all do. I, I like what Lori said, um, you know, build the wall, um, build a donut wall. And I, uh, I, I, I envision it as sort of like, you know how they have like, when you're driving across the country, they have these like, these Americana, Things like the world's biggest ball of twine. The world's biggest Yeah, exactly. These roadside attractions in Americana and like, you know, Kansas or someplace like that. Uh, and I envision it being there that they have this donut wall that it's uh, painted with donuts and it's got, and you can have like a donut there. 
and have your picture taken in front of it. And uh, <laughs> that there's like a, that there's like a, that there's like a, a lovely older couple who lo- likes to reminisce about the good old days of donuts and walls. And, you know, when children respected their elders and didn't use curse words and, you know, uh, things didn't cost so much. Um, and so that's what I think. Um, but, you know, as we all know, you know, what I think is often wrong. So Nate, I, I, I love both of your answers. You're, you're each getting two points. Um, neither of you were, were exactly correct, but uh, donut walls are now uh, fairly common features at weddings in place of a cake. You will get a, a wall that is so much better now. It's like a pegboard wall uh, that has Maybe donuts hung on it. And then, yeah, I mean, it gives, it gives whole new meaning to the institution, right? Uh, I mean, you can probably have a donut wall without getting married. You know, that true. would be my, sure, my vibe. Why don't know? we have a vague idea donut wall celebration? I love it. Sometime. Okay, great. We will, uh, we'll, you know, once you move, once we move, we will get together and we'll get, we'll build that wall together. We'll get Rick to come out. It'll be great. <laughs> the unity a lot wall of pictures. donuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I, this scenario is my favorite thus far. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, they're really, like, wonder... they're, they're big on Pinterest and, and Instagram too, because like people get really artsy looking ones. Um, so yeah, you know, people just love these things. Let's get ones that are super awkward. Oh dear lower. Yeah. It is. It's a pegboard with donuts on it. Yeah. <laughs> There's one that says holy matrimony. <gasps> there it I is. I missed my opportunity to marry the perfect person whoever came up with that. Oh. <laughs> I I mean we can start. This is it's time to write some strongly worded emails. <laughs> oh, I've been taking notes. <laughs> this may be the thing that finally gets me on Pinterest. There you go. It's I'm just, just all donut walls. Too much. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, two points each on the final topic. That means that we have a winner this week in Lori. Lori has 21 points. And Yay, Rick, you had 20 points. My points a one point difference. Nate, how many points do you have? I finished with 16 points. That's not well, bad for a that... first time finisher. It's not bad at all. Yeah, Let's give him like two more at least. Yeah, Nate, for running the show. Points. Two more yeah, points? exactly. Okay, great. With 18. That, I love it. I love it. I'm going to have so much fun adding the point sound effect in, even for me. It's going to be great. It's going to be a, a chime There's fest. my commemorative there it is. for you. Nice. I like it. Aw. <laughs> it That's hurts lovely. so bad. Never get a tattoo. Never get a I tattoo bet. Yeah, it's like foot. right on the right on the foot knuckle. <laughs> bony. Yes, my, bony friend, area. my friend was kicked several times during the application of that. Bad boy. <laughs> but you went out for donuts after, I'm assuming? Oh, I couldn't walk afterwards. So I was big sissy pants. <laughs> Did you have them brought to you? Yeah, seriously. Yes. I mean, you seem the kind that has things brought With to you. With a palm frond. <laughs> yes, exactly. Or, or on a litter. You're carried on a litter, you know? Well, I should be. I'm going to write that into into my notes and my strongly worded Yeah, get letters. that into the into the email. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I was going to say too, Lori, like I, I have a hard time believing that you would be uh, that that sort of pain uh, averse for a toe tattoo, considering everything else well, you've gone through. Um, so but to be fair- I guess you don't get um, like, uh, you don't get painkillers of the capacity you probably had for the rest of it, so. Well, I got this tattoo to commemorate my last burn scar surgery after the fire. Oh, okay. Because when I was in the hospital, people kept sending me stuff and I didn't want them spending their money. I, I was burned in a um, 
kitchen fire accident about six years mm. ago, Rick, for backstory. And I was in the hospital for quite a while and people were spending yeah. money sending me stuff and I, they wanted to help and didn't know how. And so I said, instead of sending me things, just take a picture of yourself eating a donut because then you'll be happier and I'll be happier thinking about That's you so eating lovely. a donut. That's so lovely. And so, so many people I didn't even know started sending me donut things. That's where I got the hat. I've got pins, shirts, pajamas. That's my house so is decked lovely. out in donut oh, stuff. My heart. So my here heart I even so have my little donut <laughs> snow globe from the so owner low. of the Dewdrop in Lori. Um, that is so lovely. Yeah. Oh. So when I finally got my last surgery, I went and got the donut tattoo. But at that point, I'd been like poked and prodded so much that I was a big sissy because it had been it just too sense. many things. Yeah, yeah, it's like, so. no, this is not cathartic pain. This is just a reminder <laughs> of everything that I don't ever want to go through again. Oof. Exactly. But now it's <laughs> my, so happy, my happy little toenut. <laughs> <laughs> You're a survivor. I and love it. So we, we all are in our own ways. Yeah, this it's tattoo a on it's my a shoulder used to, to be on strength. my leg. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, a tattoo, a tattoo relocation service. That's a niche yeah, man. job right yeah. there. Maybe someday we can put my toenut on you. <laughs> Ooh, there you go. Oh, now, now that's what. Now that's that, that's my kink. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, put your toenut on me. <laughs> like a That'll old be doll my title short story. of my autobiography. Ooh, that's my kink. <laughs> put my toenut on you. <laughs> I love that. That's so beautiful. <laughs> thank you thank Rick. you for sharing that yeah thank you thank you for sharing that for everyone so Lori you won congratulations um, I'm is, so honored is there anything that you want to plug anything you want the listeners to know about to check out to care about um those of you in the Rhode Island area should go to Allie's Donuts they've been around since the 1960s and if you're ever there it's one of the best donuts you'll ever have suck it voodoo donuts <laughs> those those awful capitalists at Voodoo Donuts. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just lash them. We'll take them down. Great. Yeah. Very good. Thank you again for being on, Lori. I appreciate it. I appreciate having you. My absolute pleasure. Rick, so. uh, anything that you would like to plug? Uh, just take care of yourselves and each other. That's good advice. And someday let's all meet up at a big unity wall of donuts and, and just love and be happy. But the, the actual donut kind, not Rick's idea of what a donut wall is. <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think if the evening goes Maybe long enough, it might happen donuts. anyway. Yeah. Half and half. Yeah. Half and half. I think, I think we're going to get there. It depends how well we do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah thank you. It, it's going to be it's going to be three very attractive people at a donut wall. That for may a not of time. be your like, kink now, but it will be by then. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll make the sequel to Debbie Does Donuts. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. And thank you, Rick, for being on. This was so much fun. Um, I, I course, legit... Thank you for having me, Mr. Nate. Oh, of course. I, I legit hope that we can put together some sort of donut wall uh, union because I, I, I just, I don't know. It's, it's a life goal that I now want on my life goal list. I'm, I'm way into it. Uh, I have a little friend's go party to every summer control. and I want one now. There you go. Yeah. Um, uh, listeners, if you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen. It really helps us out. You can also check out the other podcasts that we have on the network. We have 
Roll for Blank, which will be premiering its Streets of Mage campaign. It's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast that I write all the campaigns for and DM, and we have a lot of fun. It's very silly. Uh, this season gets a little kinky, so Rick might like it. <laughs> uh, you can also check out our uh, Sex in the City podcast, Funky Spunk, hosted by Britt and Zimmy. They should be back in the studio pretty soon here, as life has uh, stopped catching up with them. So you'll get more uh, fun times uh, with them comparing the uh, the discussion around sex and feminism of 2021 to what Sex in the City said it was back in the 90s and early 2000s. And then we've got our Denver Nuggets podcast also, uh, the Hard Pick Mining Company, which won't be around until next season again, but there's a whole season to listen to. So if you like basketball and recent history in basketball, check it out. I also encourage you to listen to Michael J. O'Connor's music. You can find it at Bandcamp, and he has a great new album from his new band, The Listening Post, that you should check out free music it's awesome power pop and he wrote the theme song to this show so come on give it give it a look and uh, i will second what rick said like just so let's just all take care of ourselves and each other and really really think about the impacts that the forces in the world are having on other people because we can't change a lot individually uh, completely but we sure can act more aggressively about the things that we care about because that's really kind of all we've got we're a little impotent otherwise in all the ways. So just take that donut wall. But yeah, thank you both again for being on. This was so much fun. Um, thank you, Lori. I, thank you, Nate. And I thank hope, you both. Yeah, I hope I hope to have you both on again. I think it would be great to do a, a rematch episode. We'll just have to figure out what other thing to talk about. Or there's got to be more stuff about donut. donuts. Yes. <laughs> just it's a not donut episode. All the donut topics, part not two. donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we have all had a vague idea about donuts this week, and that is a good thing because the devil is in the details. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. A Vague Idea is written and produced by me, Nate Regolia, Shannon Page, and sometimes John Peros. Information about topics often come from Wikipedia, so hey, why not donate a bit to that? Sound effects are Creative Commons public domain. If you like this podcast tell a few people and subscribe rate and review us wherever you listen and if you happen to like reading science fiction check out the small press i started with my friend sean brokowski you can find spaceboy books at readspaceboy.com